0: Hey what's up everybody this is Brendan with Evoke Bike so I had a question get emailed in that said here's a potential future question for you how should people with limited training time six to eight hours per week think about periodization in a time crunch cyclist book it's essentially saying that a traditional base build taper base build taper really only works for high volume riders which they're defining as 12 plus hours and instead suggest more of an on-off approach, high-intensity 11-week build phase, followed by a four-to-six-week recovery phase, rinse and repeat. Wondering what you think and what recommendations you might have for thinking about planning my training across the course of a year. So the big things that stick out to me is we're only working with six to eight hours per week, but that could still be you know, five rides. So we have to understand how many times a week a person is riding because if they're doing an hour and a half, let's say Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, so that's four and a half hours, five and a half, six and a half, seven and a half, eight and a half, like two on Saturday and Sunday, you can still do a lot of damage to the body that way. Um, So six to eight hours. Then base, build, taper, meaning you're doing your base miles, you're doing some intensity to build, and then tapering into your big race or big event, which is up for debate. Or are you going for one big event? Are you trying to race for a whole series? That's a whole other question. I have other posts on that. But high volume riders, 12 plus hours a week. And then high intensity for 11 weeks as a build phase. So okay, and then a four to six week recovery. So that's to recap. I had replied to this person, hey, I'd really have to see this whole plan to fully comment, but the biggest thing that stands out is an 11 week build is crazy big. Even if you're only doing eight hours, because what if you're riding five times a week, plus the term high intensity is thrown in there. Like that's scary, even if it's just eight hours. If it's high intensity, you don't want to be banging your head on the wall that much. And the more we're learning about turning the dials of training where most athletes need to become more aerobic, if you're doing that many hard efforts, you are essentially pushing your FTP down because you're becoming more anaerobic. You're going to be fatiguing sooner at the same wattages. So that is a big flag for me. Um, And then six weeks of recovery Uh, there, I don't, they must be asking this question incorrectly, or I, you would lose a lot of fitness if you recovered for six weeks. So I would agree with the 12 hour comment in that that is a different rider than an eight hour rider. Um, especially because they're able to get in, you know, longer rides of three to four hours, which are super beneficial for the aerobic side of things. But also just for, you know, if you're going to do a three hour event and you can ride four hours one day every other week, that's really helpful. If you're only training eight hours, you don't need that big taper. I don't I don't believe in, um, especially because I'm curious what their taper would would really have you do. Um, most athletes need some rides in the legs. Even before your biggest event of the year, you're doing a hard ride like Friday, Thursday, Wednesday, four days before, let's say. Um, think of yourself after a rest week. You don't want to be too low intensity. So it's, it's that fine balance. That's the art of coaching yourself. Um, and then also you need... You, you want to get some hard efforts in here and there, just not 11 weeks of them. So get the efforts in, recover and keep progressing forward in some manner, but it doesn't have to be periodized in like doing six, seven, eight hours. Um, a lot of times I should make a post on this. Like my first week might be harder than the other weeks because the body can straight up handle more load. You're rested and you're farther away from your main event. And then, It's almost how you would put a block together before a big race where, you know, three weeks out is the hardest week and then it's still intense, but you drop some volume and then you have a week of tapering into the event. Athletes ride really well to that. It's like the reverse triangle. So my other comment would be if you're only training eight hours, do eight hours, eight hours, eight hours, and then... I mean, even eight hours is still a lot of it's it's a good chunk of training to think that someone's gonna do that eleven weeks in a row. I have a hard time without having a rest week in there. You're, yes, you have those micro days of absorbing training. Um, there are coaches out there that believe in doing base phases with long periods of, you know, nine, ten weeks of base without resting. Me personally, I don't think that's the great I- best idea for 95% of athletes because a lot of people if you're coming off the off season, let's say, and you take an off season, maybe you get off the bike, maybe you're doing other things. Like I think just giving the body that rest, it doesn't have to be a full 7-day week. Even if you take, you know, 3 to 5 days and go chill, stop building for a second and let the body soak that up no matter what type of work you're doing your body has to absorb the stimulus you can't just continually break it down break it down break it down you might get away with that for a couple blocks but you're you're gonna pay for it down the road it's um that's another way of looking at it when i talk about like when i rode a couple years too much tempo over and over and over again i was cool for a month i was cool for a couple months then down the line as the intensity also picked up like the body just didn't handle it well So just get in your efforts, get the recovery in and take a zoomed out picture of like, what are you training for exactly? But just be careful of doing too much consistently all at once and not giving yourself any rest. Good luck out there.